Hey everyone, welcome to Self Love Lounge. I'm your host, Arena Antoine, and we're talking about all things everything in the light of you and I unlocking our history and embracing our chemistry together. This is the place for all empowered women, all levels, to empower others. Looking forward and getting into another episode with you guys. All right, what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Welcome back to Self Love Lounge. I'm here with Haley, and we met through Instagram, which social media is so powerful, and I feel like it can be this negative thing, but I feel like if we as the young generation or the new generation can use it to empower somebody else. So Haley, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you for having me. So yeah, my name is Haley Mariah. Um, I'm a life coach and fitness trainer. I help women feel good, look good, regain that self-control. And a part of that self-control is forgiveness. And in order to feel good and look good, you got to tie that in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm passionate about helping people grow and just you know, willing people who want that and who need that guidance. Sometimes we just don't, we want something, but we just don't maybe not know how to get it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I come in and I guide them. And it's a co-working relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I really love your videos on Instagram. I'm always like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like you're working out, but you're also like empowering others with the words that you use, which is so powerful. But tying it to forgiveness, how did you find the place in your heart to learn to forgive? Because that is one of the things that is the hardest aspect to learn in life. Number one, like I learned that this is an ongoing thing. Like this is a forever thing that we're going to need to forgive and move on and kind of reflect and deal with. Um, kind of how I came to that is, you know, just through my own journey and doing my own reflections. And every time that I find that I come to kind of a roadblock or a hurdle, okay, now I use, I look at that as, okay, I got to stop and I got to reflect. What is that? These emotions that are coming up. I'm a very emotional person. I'll admit to that. I love crying. I don't see crying as a negative thing. Um, and uh, so like when I have days like that and I start to feel myself starting to kind of break down a little bit the question really is like why like why am I doing this what's going on here where are these emotions coming from and I'm a big believer in journaling I love to write that's how I process my thoughts yeah um, so kind of through journaling I have some prompt questions that I that I use and then through that I kind of start to unravel this onion and kind of understand that it's like okay there's something that I'm holding on to and whether that's I need to forgive myself to be able to let go of that and release it or it's I need to forgive someone else and kind of release that as well and that's kind of how I came to where I'm at today and and where I came up with this forgiveness because I I still like couple days ago and you can say again like this is something that I'm always having to go through yeah because I almost feel like it's there's like a difference between forgiving yourself and then forgiving someone else. And I Mm -hmm. always feel like sometimes the people that we surround ourselves with are like mirroring, where are we at? (laughs) (laughs) So so I feel like that's something that I had to learn is that when I'm feeling upset or really like strong emotions, I have to reflect on, is this what I'm feeling with this person currently? Or is this an insecurity that I didn't heal Mm -hmm. from the past? And I think that's where you kind of have to like shift your mentality because it's easy easy to like point at someone and be like, they did this to me, you know, but it's a way that you respond to that and why you're responding to that. And it's a way to know that your insecurities, 
need to be healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I, I, I agree with you. And I, I like how you said, whether you're questioning whether this is something that I need to deal with that's happening right now, or is this a past feeling, a past emotion that I just kind of put mm-hmm. put back. And I think that's kind of where it comes into the, okay, am I forgiving someone else? Am I forgiving myself? I find there's a lot of similarities. I, I look at it as, mm-hmm. okay, lots of time we want to blame somebody. Is it blaming ourselves? Is it blaming someone else? It doesn't really matter kind of who it is that we need to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, we need to kind of get that forgiveness because like you said, is this something now or is it something in the past? If it is something from the past, it's just going to keep bottling up, bottling up, bottling up. And we're just, it becomes harder to forgive at that yeah. point because it's, we've pressed it so deep and it's the emotions that are coming up. It's not necessarily the actual incident. Sometimes yeah. it's that our emotions are the end product of an experience, whatever experience kind of happened to us then now those emotions are resurfacing and it's confusing. Like, mm-hmm. is coming yeah. from? like yeah. why yeah. am I angry? <laughs> yeah. And it's easy to be like, I forgive you, but it's like the work that you put in to forgive somebody. That's mm-hmm. when you're like, wow, like I just forgave this person. But I almost feel like people don't know what forgiveness really is. Cause it's easy mm-hmm. to be like, it's okay. Like, I'm sorry. And then you'll be like, it's okay. And then it'll just repeat itself again. But I feel like in your words, like what would be forgiveness? Like, what do you think it means to forgive somebody? I think intention, you mm-hmm. know, because like you said, it is super easy to say like, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgive you. I forgive you and just kind of put it away. But it's the attitude and it's the intent and like understanding why I'm forgiving you mm-hmm. and what I'm releasing yeah. and what that's going to do to me to release. So I, I would even go a little bit further. And it's like that awareness piece, like mm-hmm. it all kind of comes back to that. Um, yeah, that's kind yeah. Of what I would <laughs> yeah, that's a really good way of saying it. Cause I feel like we hold on to so many things and it's whether it's toxic, whether it's good, but like the fact that we're holding on to those things becomes the negative, I guess, feeling because when you hold on to the good, it's like, is it because you don't want to experience something that's negative or something that you're going to struggle with in order to grow? Or is mm-hmm. it because this is something that you really care about and that's what you're going to hold on to? Yeah, I think um, when, when we're holding on I think that's kind of us living in the past mm-hmm. and that idea of us holding on it's stopping us from really living fully in the present we can I think mm-hmm. we can still live in the present but not yeah. 100% not fully and I think with that holding back good or bad like you said it can turn into a negative thing to mm-hmm. say something happens and um, it's a good thing that we're holding on to but if we're stuck at that good thing then as we're continuing on our journey and other good things come it's it's almost like we can't see it because we're still holding on to that one good thing that we've done and it's like okay but we can continue to do more good things yeah and yeah continue to, to build that resume and like add on to that um but then again this question is like why like is there that insecurity of this is the only good thing that I can do mm-hmm. if you don't if you're insecure and you don't feel like you're enough you don't feel like you're good enough to do anything else mm-hmm. then we're not even able to receive blessings we're not able yeah. to receive anything else yeah definitely because I I think first of all I want to ask you why do you think people struggle to forgive other people like what do you think it's like the the key answer to that question I think one (laughs) answer is is definitely tough Mm -hmm. I would kind of say why it's hard to forgive I would say it's like a mixture of when are we forgiving? Is it if it's something that happened in the past, it's hard to bring up because we don't even know what it is mm-hmm. that that happened. It's more, it's just that emotion that's kind of carrying yeah. from experience. 
yeah, this one thing why people are not for forgiving mm-hmm. insecurity. I, like I feel like it's yeah, such a tough yeah, to, to narrow yeah. it down to because it's one different thing. for every every other it, person. Exactly, it's like, very subjective. It's very situation yeah. based, and where we are now versus where we yeah. were then, and our environment, and yeah. you know what that if that person or that thing what yeah. that meant on your life, how important right. it was. Like there's so many different yeah. aspects. Can you give me an example of how were you able to forgive somebody in your life where or even yourself where you're at this place in your life where you're just you would be okay and willing to forgive somebody even if they did you wrong mm-hmm. an example that I can use for that is like I've grown up in the sports world since I was six years old so you're mm-hmm. always kind of in this I this world and this idea of you know having to compare yourself and I, I started with gymnastics where yeah it's a team sport but it's a very like individual mm-hmm. sport and I think kind of having people around you like family and so on who are trying to guide you and help you be the best that you are but because kind of in that world of mm-hmm. comparing like you, you really it's, it's easy to feel like you're not enough it's easy to feel like you're not good enough and then like an example today what things that I'm not today but like now the recently the thing that I'm having to deal with and um, be able to move on from is comparing myself to other mm-hmm. people and so I really wanted to kind of uncover that's like where do these emotions like why am I comparing myself to yeah. my friends or to other influencers that I look up to and have built those relationships? Where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. And upon like journaling, I've kind of realized like I think that it's comes back from that pressure of when I was younger, I was trying to be something and be mm-hmm. that athlete and kind of hold this front up. And like I feel like I I was holding a little bit of resentment towards my parents in a mm-hmm. sense, or my older brother who is also like a superstar athlete. And it's like, oh, like I'm always having to live up to these sort of expectations mm-hmm. that where did these expectations come from where are these preconceived notions coming from that are holding me back and through all of that reflection I had to realize like oh wow like even though like my family and my brother and my parents were trying their best to help me be my best Mm -hmm. I was holding resentment towards it Right. So I needed to go back and, and it's crazy because it's like, oh, forgive your parents. It's like, what am I really forgiving them for? Like, no, I had to sit and like, actually like, I forgive you for making me feel like I wasn't enough because you were trying yeah. to, to create that tough skin so that I can kind of battle through anything and whatever kind of outside noise. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I, where I, um, where I got to with that. So yeah. Yeah, for me, it was if forgiving people who loved me where right. I didn't see that love as love. I saw it as something else. I saw that mm-hmm. as you're comparing me to someone else because you're trying to give me constructive criticism. That also, I didn't really understand what constructive criticism was. I saw that as I suck. I'm not good enough. Like I I can't do this. I might as well give up. I'm a failure Mm -hmm. type of a thing, but I realized we have to fail. Fail is good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think parents especially in their generation it's so different Mm -hmm. compared to ours because I feel like they went through something that we didn't Mm -hmm. and they're kind of having all their own insecurities kind of projecting onto their children and then Mm -hmm. we're kind of left with our own but also their insecurities so we're healing we're like that generation that's going to break those cycles and create mm-hmm. our own um, identity, which is really empowering, actually, because you're just it's time. Like, yeah, it's, it's time, time to just break those cycles and be our own people. But at the same time, especially with like everything that's ho- happening this year in 2020, I feel like it's like an awakening for the entire 100%. world. 100%. And even with Black Lives Matter, I feel like this conversation has been started way before, but I feel like even as somebody who's half black and half brown and has never felt good enough to be in either um, of these mm. boxes because of how I looked or what I 
acted as or whatever. But mm-hmm. I feel like now is the perfect time to open that conversation. And I just want to know, like, what are your thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement? Um, I definitely think it's tough. I think I agree with you with that this is a big awakening. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that it's people, because this this big awakening thing going on, it's now that people are able to make that choice and mm-hmm. are able to use their privilege to voice yeah. themselves. And if you are Black, to continue to educate yourself and educate other people around you, but mm-hmm. kind of maybe so even coming out a way that the the white people now that we're kind of directing our, our anger towards, maybe that's not who we need to direct it towards. And I think that the way that social media is handling it now mm-hmm. in the sense of like promoting, hey, if you have privilege, speak up. And it's more like asking, hey, let's kind of come together as one community. Let's join together. We're not coming at you. We understand that these are things in the past. These are maybe this is not where you're sitting at and this is Mm -hmm. your your ancestors are sitting at. But hey, now we can make that change. Now we can kind of come together. Now we can kind of put all things aside if, you know, we all have the right intention to kind of create that change. That's kind of where I see it. I see it as it's an individual. I don't care what color you are, what skin looks like how Mm -hmm. tall gender anything if you feel like there's wrong being done then Mm -hmm. you have a voice and that's a big thing for for myself as well is understanding that your voice matters it doesn't matter what you look like if you think that there's something wrong speak on it let's come together Mm -hmm. as humanity what what, like and then the question is like what if we were all the same skin color what if we were all I don't know, blue, like, then then what, (laughs) like, it's perspective, it's a perspective thing, I think, these are, these are all my opinions, and again, not coming for anyone, I just think that in this world, we can make that change, and Mm -hmm. because we're in this information world, and this awakening, everyone, excuse me, can make that change. Yeah, Um, that's, yeah, that's kind of where I sit with it. Yeah, I really like that, because I, I feel Mm -hmm. like, everybody should feel like they should want to express how they feel, especially Mm -hmm. for people that have the privilege. I feel Mm -hmm. like I have friends that haven't spoken on anything and that hurts me completely if Mm -hmm. I'm being really honest. And it's like you have the privilege to speak up. So you should do that. And especially in the States, I feel like it's it's crazy to me. Like I, I sometimes can't watch a lot of these yeah. videos or be on social media for too long. Because it's hard. Would, it's really hard. And mm-hmm. I feel like having these conversations and educating ourselves and watching documentaries, but also just asking people about their experience and how they feel about it. Because I know I experienced racism when I was just six years old and I moved Mm -hmm. to Canada, you know? And it's really sad to know that a six-year-old can experience racism and not really know what that's like or what it is. And it's like, oh, she just doesn't like me. But it's like, she just doesn't like my skin color, you know? Mm -hmm. And she doesn't like the food that I'm eating or- Or my um, hair. Yes. Because our hair is different. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And our hairs and how we dress and- our accents and all of Mm. these things. And it's like, as a six-year-old, you're just going through these experiences or these emotions that were embedded like years ago, you know? So yeah, yeah. do you have any examples where you struggled with your race? Yeah, um, because like, I mean, I grew up in Maple Ridge and Mm -hmm. for a lot of it, you're just the only black kid. Like Mm -hmm. it's me and my brother, maybe like cousins or, you know, the black people in Maple Ridge, we know them, they're family friends or they're cousins. Um, But being in class, being the 
only black kid. Like it was definitely different. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think because I grew up in an area where I was the only different one again, like it was just confusing. Like I don't really understand why I'm the only one like this. Um, I think one of the saving graces for me was sports. I feel like if Mm -hmm. I didn't have sports and have that as an outlet, because there are a lot of black athletes and and other people that I look up to and stuff at the time, I think that I was able to kind of find my, um, commonality with that, but definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely growing up, like it was just weird and and different and you just felt different. And it's like, I feel like you're treating me, acting a certain way around me and not around other people or the ones that I got is, Oh, do the black voice. Like do, Mm -hmm. do the black voice. Like, I was like, what is the black voice? Like, what does that mean? Or, you know, like in order to fit in, like I would do a black voice. I don't even know what that is, but Mm -hmm. I would do something. I just remember people like bringing it up. But as you get older, you think about it. It's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of very like, um, definitely. You kind of look back into your experiences and you're like, wow, like I experienced something that was in, like unjust, like it wasn't, you know, fair. And even like in acting, I did acting for a bit. And mm-hmm. I realized that there would be like five white dads and there would be one black dad. And that mm-hmm. was supposed to be my pen dad as like a commercial. But if he didn't mm-hmm. get it, then I wouldn't get it. And any other person that was black wouldn't get it. Wouldn't and get it's, it. yeah. And it's like the privilege that these white actors have is insane. And I actually quit acting because I just felt like it's, it's like not fair. Like it's not fair at all. And any job interview that you go to, it, it's like you'll be like the underdog, you know? Like you'll always yeah. be the underdog. And my whole life I've been the underdog and realizing that it's like not necessarily about my gifts or my talent or my yeah. education. It's about color, which is so like, I just- And because it's like this like unspoken thing because it's never like, oh, you didn't get the part because you're colored. It's- mm-hmm. You didn't get the part and you don't understand why and you see other people maybe who have less talent than you or and maybe in a job setting like you you you're working harder you're doing more but like mm-hmm. they don't give you that reason it's like oh it's because you're colored so now you're having yeah. to spiral through your head thinking of what did I do wrong why am I not good enough what did I like this 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 and then now when it comes to the point where you realize the only difference is our skin color now you're angry yeah. Yeah. Now you have some anger because it's like I had to go through all of that mental hurt mm-hmm. just to come yeah. to the fact that it's because I look different, Yeah, which I also think is really crazy because mm-hmm. there is not like you are the every person in this world, you are the only you. Mm-hmm. So even if you got two Asian people, you're two different people, yeah. two black people, you're two different people, two mm-hmm. white people, you're two different. So yeah. it, it, everyone is different. So mm-hmm. you're going to be discriminate towards these people because now we have a darker shade yeah what about the white people who have a darker shade like I don't know it's just yeah just a lot definitely yeah and it's it's really crazy when I hear like Canada is multicultural and it's Mm -hmm. like yes it is to a certain extent I feel Mm -hmm. I think there's more conversation that needs to happen especially with like indigenous communities and just anybody who's colored there's just so much conversation that we can have and to be better I feel like we can yeah. literally be better and in the states like it just makes me angry like whenever I'm in the states to be honest I'm like terrified like, I've had my mom be at TJ Maxx and just shopping with her friends speaking French and this white lady comes up to her and says I find it extremely rude that you are not speaking the English language as an American citizen that is terrible yeah, <laughs> that is terrible. yeah. what yeah. does that even mean like that's terrible <laughs> yeah and it's it's really con- 
confusing because it's like we weren't talking to you, but apparently yeah. like you felt the privilege and the audacity to come into this conversation and say, excuse me, you don't belong here and you shouldn't, you should speak English, you know? And my and, thing is what insecurities are you going through to mm-hmm. take offense that someone else is speaking a different language? Why is yeah. it, a, where did it become a thing where it's bad to be different? Yeah. Why do you feel the need to go out of your way to, to mind someone else's business to yeah. tell them that they're doing wrong? It's yeah. a very like external you, 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 you. At what point do we kind of turn it around mm-hmm. and kind of think like, why is it bothering me that you're yeah. darker? Why is it bothering me that you're speaking French in America? Why why is it a thing that if you're in a country you have to speak that language? Yeah. Like I, I I'm confused yeah. you know, on that yeah, piece. And I, and I can yeah. see I can see how that can tie into forgiveness if we're always kind of yeah. externally blame, 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 blame. At what point, if you want change in your life, at what point are you gonna look inside of you and think, what can I do to change before mm-hmm. pointing my fingers at someone else and telling yeah. them to change? Because I think yeah. a lot of that is projection. Mm-hmm. If we're, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. I think it's more like you see that those faults, those flaws in yourself mm-hmm. and you don't want to admit it. And it makes you feel good to kind of tear someone else down. That, yeah. that whole notion I think is wrong. Yeah. I really <laughs> love that. You said that actually. I love that. Like being like projecting your own insecurities onto mm-hmm. somebody who did something wrong in a way that's very powerful actually epiphany epiphany. um so tying it to self-love how are you practicing self-love or how are you able to practice self-love because when you get to that place where you can practice self-love and you know what that looks like it's Mm -hmm. like this powerful thing because I never could love myself in a way where it was this like solid ground it was definitely Mm -hmm. something that I had to work towards and I'm still currently working towards um and some days are great and some days are going to be bad but it's being aware a hundred percent um and I agree this this self-love journey is again one of those forever ongoing journeys Mm -hmm. I definitely used to struggle with this and then I think the best place to start when you're trying to work on self-love mm-hmm. is to experience stillness so I experienced my stillness when I tore my ACL in 2016 and that stillness like not being able to go out and do things and being in Maple Ridge which is so far from a lot of other things yeah. I had no choice but to sit in my sulk and but to listen to where that's coming from and mm-hmm. like you said being aware of where that's coming from and understanding Under- like that's a choice like mm-hmm. oh like I've been feeling like crap for so long but I can feel better by saying I want to feel better. Like that's yeah. a choice. So it's like, like you said, it's, it's always this thing that I'm, I'm working with. It's a daily battle is what mm-hmm. I like to call it. But how I practice it is there's these daily rituals that I've learned to, that I've learned to um, understand mm-hmm. and value. And yeah. I incorporate them into my life as best as I can. You know, some days it's, I'm definitely not perfect at it, but again, yeah. what is perfect, you know, yeah. I'm always striving towards it. And, you know, some of those daily rituals is that I do it all the trying to practice is definitely exercising, getting mm-hmm. some body movement in there, yeah. um, you know, understanding and being mindful of what I'm eating and putting into my body. Again, that's mm-hmm. another form of yeah. um, mandatory uh, period of peace. This is mm-hmm. kind of when I meditate and just be with myself and just have you know, using my strength to, to remove some of those, those noise, like yeah. that negative noise, um, always reading and learning and that abundant knowledge mm-hmm. um, and accepting and appreciating that knowledge. Um, personal reflection, um, 
taking it a little bit step further than just meditating. My reflection is when I journal, yeah. um, you know, waking up early, not letting my, myself sleep too long. Cause I know that if I sleep in for too long and I wake up kind of groggy and it's like, Oh, like <laughs> kind of wasted half the day. Why yeah. just kind of continue this way. But if yeah. I wake up early and I'm not rushed and you know, whew, mm-hmm. again, I'm allowing myself to yeah. experience that piece. Another one is ritual of music. Like I will listen mm-hmm. to music and I will, if I'm by myself and I'm in the mood, I'll start <laughs> singing. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite song right now oh that's a tough question <laughs> my favorite song oh right now I, I, I guess I'll kind of put it as like my ritual song that I kind of dance to um I believe it's called Road to Zion by Bob Marley's and like I kind of play that and like what I'm doing my ritual in my dance like yeah. sometimes I put on <laughs> slow and like I'm just yeah. happy I'm singing I'm yeah. dancing sometimes yeah. I don't know the words so I make up my own words yeah uh, just carefree yeah just flowing um I love yeah that. No, that you caught me on the on the, the favorite songs I got a lot of songs but like pin <laughs> it down to that, that one specific that was tough um, some other rituals, unspoken word. So again, when I'm singing, I'll sing out loud. I read, I have goals that I write down. I'll read them out loud to myself so I can mm-hmm. hear it. Some other ones is just understanding like every day is going to be a new day. So like small increments, daily increments. Right. So I, when I start to catch myself comparing to other people, I kind of recognize it. I'm aware I stop. Okay. Where was I at yesterday? How yeah. have I improved from yesterday? What can I learn from yesterday? And I try to keep bringing it back to this idea of myself yesterday mm-hmm. so that I can improve today. So that's how I kind of get in my yeah. daily increments there. Um, and then the other one, just trying to keep it simple, like keeping life simple. If I kind of stick to my morning routine, my night routine, do what I'm doing through the day, mm-hmm. like trying to incorporate all of these rituals as best as we can obviously yeah. doing all of them all the time like we got things to do um <laughs> as best as possible and really just trying to don't overcomplicate things sometimes yeah. when I'm studying and I'm trying to think or building new projects and stuff and trying to think of something I'm literally sitting there like hurting my brain because I'm like forcing <laughs> a thought yeah. just, like remind myself keep it simple yeah breathe, and then it, let it receive it let it flow yeah. Um, yeah, and that's kind of how I practice wow, myself. That's love. very awesome. <laughs> that is an amazing lot, but Yeah. Well, I think it's great to have a routine because I feel like I myself struggle sometimes where I don't have like a, a set in stone routine where I can wake up and feel like, okay, this is what I want to do today. I want to meditate or I want to journal. And mine's kind of like whether I feel like journaling or if I feel like listening to music and dancing and making my own words. But I love that you have like your own routine. That's like really mm-hmm. something that everybody should we should be able to have this routine especially during quarantine because I feel like Mm -hmm. everybody kind of lost their their routine when we were stuck at home for so long I think the routine is definitely important and I would even kind of like I'm big on language and I would even kind of change the language that people should and I would say that it should be a must for people Mm -hmm. because like it is proven that these daily rituals will allow you to kind of be at your highest self and your highest conscious self and and to not have the negativity if you're doing all of those things and you're basically like it's like you're opening your body and it's like you're only like receiving the good and you're not Mm -hmm. even hearing or seeing the bad so I would yeah I would definitely kind of say like this should be a must where I see and why it kind of uh, I feel like I'm at a place to be able to say that yeah. like I see that all the time in my clients and when, when we break things down because when I work with my clients like yes I incorporate the fitness and the life coaching so mm-hmm. some people will come to me just for the life coaching and I say that's fine and then I just kind of like highlight the importance of uh, fitness and that usually turns into both but mm-hmm. a lot of the times I always from the beginning like I always hear like this uncertainty this uncertainty mm-hmm. of 
afraid of the unknown, afraid of the unknown, but yeah. having that routine and making that routine a must and a priority, mm-hmm. you're regaining that self-control of your, yeah. of that uncertainty. You, you, you're certain, you know, what's going to yeah. happen. You know, yeah. that if you do these things, you're going to feel good. And whatever your daily routine is, it's going to be different for every person and whatever their schedule is, but that allowing to have that certainty, it makes loving yourself so much easier because now you're not having to stress about like, am I doing enough? What mm-hmm. am I doing? Where like, you, you know, we're able to yeah. kind of control some of that. And I would even directly say that self-control is self-love. Yeah. Yeah. I want to put your, your foot into the unknown. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. everybody kind of stays in this like restricted box and it's like safe and comfortable. comfortable. But once you like go into the unknown, it's like this new world where you have no control, but you're free and you can like reinvent yourself. If you feel like it, you can do something that you've yeah. never done before. I feel like that's what I literally had to learn to just be in the unknown and just kind of yeah. like this your podcast is basically <laughs> in the unknown. Yes. Your comfort zone will kill you. So yes. like you said, put your foot, baby steps, dip your yeah. toe in the water yeah. daily and commence. Yeah. By the end of the week, you'll be hip deep. And yeah. that's again, always scary. <laughs> <But laughs> definitely. Um, so if I start you to get cold. Oh, definitely. <laughs> if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? And why? I would go back and I would tell myself that your voice matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and why I would tell, go back and tell myself my voice matters is because I, upon reflection and reflecting on my life and so on, I've come to the realization that I silenced myself at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what that was until last week, even couple weeks ago, like upon my journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely remind myself and tell myself to internalize and really understand that your voice matters no matter what anyone else thinks. And if you in your heart truly believe that this is your truth and these are your core values and this is what you want and this is your perspective, then stick to that. Mm-hmm. Stick to that. It's okay if other people don't understand you. I think it's we are wasting a lot of energy trying to force other people to see and hear us when we're forgetting that when we hear ourselves, that is enough. Yeah. That we yeah. are, yeah, we 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 matter. We we are enough. Yeah. That that was really beautiful. Wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um to all the listeners who are listening, where can we find you? And do you have any current projects that you're working on that you want to share with us? Yeah, so you can definitely find me on I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram um at Haley Mariah M P E. So that's H A E L E Y M A R I A H M P E. M P E stands for the mental and physical experience, which is the name of my business and my brand. Um, mm-hmm. You can also find me on my website, which is the exact same name as my Instagram handle. I've at the beginning of June, I launched a guide. It's a fitness and well-being guide. It's literally called Your Fitness and Well-Being Guide. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of gems in there on, you know, mindset, holistic growth, mindful eating. I tried to throw in a lot, and I still reference that. I use that as my resource when I start to kind of steer off my path and like yes. flip back through it, and I, I use that. Um, I'm also I'm working. <laughs> girl, I'm always working. <laughs> I'm working on a lot of projects right now, but I guess the ones that are uh, ones that will be coming up soonest, I'm working on a 21 day challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to launch that in August. And that's something that we will go through together. And why I chose 21 days is I believe that it takes 21 days to build a habit. So it'll be all things about just where you want to grow. You kind of pick that area you want to grow. We yeah. go through that 21 day challenge together.
together. We support each other. We go through that. We share experiences. It is hard. I just went through it last week. I put myself through a 21 day challenge. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> it's kind of tough to be yeah. on it, but it's very helpful. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I've got, I'm also working on a 12 week course collection. Mm. First working on the first, uh, the first course. Yeah. I've got other little, other little projects coming in, other little things. Yeah. Coming, but I don't so want to give too, too much yeah, away. Yeah. yeah. Well, but you yeah. guys can definitely find her on Instagram and just learn more about her and know mm. what she's about. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank I feel like so I learned. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> I learned so much about you already and I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. I'm super excited as well. Thank you. I'm excited for this podcast too, man. I want to listen to the other ones and <laughs> yes. network with some of these other amazing people you got. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your stories. And now to all the listeners. I'm just curious, what's your story?